Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to Tripped Out and Crazy with your boy, Showeeny. And your girl, Taryn. And we back for, which one is this? Episode four? Episode four, girl. Episode Episode four. four. We in it. We in it. We lost in the sauce. And today we are talking about toxic ass situations. Toxic. The only toxicity I like in my life is Britney Spears, bitch. I... An anthem anthem from our childhood. I'm excited to get on this topic. There's a lot to fucking digest here. Unpack. That's the word, decipher. Yes. And some of the feedback from the people listening, this came up quite a bit. So it's going to be fun to kind of like touch our toes and some stuff that folks are dealing with. Anybody Mm -hmm. in any subject. So (sighs) toxicity. It sucks ass all the way around in the world. It's going to ruin your whole fucking life. You know, it's like sour, foggy, funky, foul people. I can't even put no more words on that, but it's disrespectful. I will say I used to let a lot of toxic people into my life, but I keep myself so like to myself now that I'll see that shit peeking in the cracks. I'm like, bitch, get back. (laughs) You better blast your ass back to that corner because we have no time for that nonsense today. No time for it. No time for it. Speaking of that, like, what are some traits that you have seen in toxic people? What are the red flags before a a situation gets toxic? Some red flags. Characteristics of equality. Like, how do you identify this in a friendship situation? So let's speak just solely on that. And this is the get deep into this. We getting in it. We go get up. You said friendship or relationship. So we'll start with friendship, like friendship, red flags. What are you seeing where you're like, damn, I'm looking sideways at you. You got one more at him and then you out. I think passive aggressive, weird attitudes mm-hmm. really fucks with me or lying in general. People just mm-hmm. lying. I can't fuck with it. Even yeah. if it's a little white lie that could, I, I don't know this with this getting real deep, I could end up being a toxic person because I don't put a lot of shit anymore. See, I that's really one don't. of the things though. It's like, you can't be I'll to- cut your ass off. Yeah. But it's like, you got to know when you are the toxic one. And I feel like everybody has been toxic in some form or fashion in any situation. Like there's been, been moments the toxic where one for show. I have for been show. the toxic one in some of my situations. And I just want to say, I've been lucky enough to grow from that and realize that. And this was mm-hmm. the main point that I wanted to bring home. I was able to get in touch with and apologize to the people that I was toxic to that did not deserve it. And mm-hmm. that. I feel like is a difference in someone kind of remaining in that with no mm-hmm. self-awareness versus someone that's like, yo, I what no excuse. My bullshit was my bullshit. And I was projecting that and it made me toxic. But when you're mm-hmm. around toxic ass friends, it's very hard to see that. It is very hard to see that people get attached to. That was the problem with me. I get very attached and I'll look past those red flags. Like this is just them. It's the personality. Now I know how to talk to them. Toxic friendships is something crazy, especially if you've been friends for a long time and this is like new behavior. But if it's something like a characteristic in new friends, I'm looking for somebody that just is using people, kind of bouncing around like they're your friend when it's convenient for them. Mm -hmm. So they're gaining something from that or they're getting nothing and it's just an attention thing. I feel like both of those are very big red flags. Someone that can't be happy for you when you have good things going on absolutely not or someone that is emotionally draining like they 
make their problems your problems and they're yeah, and it's right. not reciprocal. So mm-hmm. anytime that happens, I'm like, mm. it's like I'm not your fucking therapist. Yeah. And it, it just depends that because there's levels of friendship. Like this shit is deep. There's layers to this. And I don't mm-hmm. think you can just slap someone with the label of toxic, but you have to no. be able to recognize a toxic Real ass human mm-hmm. and a toxic ass situation and then know yourself, be in tune with your motherfucking star player and mm-hmm. be like, uh-uh. Mama, I am too good for this. I'm going back, back 50 feet and you going to respect my presence. And yes. that is how. Once you have that power yeah. to just cut people off when you, you know, when you have your respect of yourself where you're like, you're not putting up with it no more. Absolutely like, I'm not. I'm not dealing with that. This person isn't bringing fucking anything to me. They're just substance. They're just there sucking the energy out of me. And when you can cut that off, that's a whole different type of freedom. It is. And it's hard to do when you lost up in the sauce, especially if you're a person that holds their friendship in high regard, which I would mm-hmm. say I was one of those people. And mm-hmm. from personal experience, when I've had toxic friendships that they were the toxic people in this situation, distance is the best thing. And sometimes you can bounce back from that. And if they come with you in a, with an apology or what I like to see is corrected behavior, because sometimes your words ain't shit if it's been the mm-hmm. same nonsense. And uh, Same thing over and over and yeah, over again. You can't. It's like that goes for a little bit, but then it's like you, this is habitual. This is your character and mm-hmm. right, wrong, or indifferent. It may just be that we ain't people together. You, you was a sentence and not a story in my chapters. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So no, 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 bitch. No, no, no. I can't. I, I can't fuck with that. I just, I can't, I can't allow that shit no more. I used no. to let people walk all over me all the time. I really did. I like, I'd be like, even they were talking shit about me and I was just like, whatever. I just like, I want friends. I just want friends. I want yeah. people that are there now. But you know, no, exactly. uh -uh. But that comes with growing up and kind of getting, getting through life a little bit. Mm Because at one point I was the same way where it's like, I didn't feel like I had many friends. So I wanted friendship. And it's like, I wanted that so bad and held on to these people so tight that did not fucking deserve it. And you can't see that always when you're in Mm -hmm. it. But when you get beyond that, you will look back and you will be disgusted with your damn self that you even allowed these people to orbit in your world like that because they don't deserve it and once you get beyond that shit and you kind of like toss it around in your cranial cap for a bit you're going to be like okay I will never again deal with that and Mm -hmm. going forward you'll be able to like identify those qualities quicker in the future friends Mm -hmm. and don't be so quick to slap a label on the word friend you know what I'm saying like you gotta you gotta get to know people yes I'm a I'm one of those people that it takes me a minute Yes. And now I've got like a, I feel like now in my life, I have a good select of people and we don't even talk every day. These are and people that I won't talk to for a couple months, but we all know each other's level of respect and how we yeah. are, that it flows. And that's quality friendship. That's the shit that matters. And a lot of people will confuse the two, a friendship and an acquaintance. And it's like, oh, these are my buddies that I go to the bar with. These are who I hang out with. I take pictures with, but fuck that. You know, them, them ain't your people most of the time. Mm-hmm. Cause when shit hits the fan and you at your lowest and you ain't got nobody or you're winning, even if it's the exact opposite and you're in a season of life where things are growing great, you're going to see the hater in the bunch. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody ain't going to be on your back in the way they need to be. And that ain't your friend. The legend and the moment, Medea Simmons put it perfectly, bitch. She said, 
There's people in your life for a season. There's people in your, what they, she said they were like roots. There's people that roots, are like the it leaves. It was a tree analogy. It's mm-hmm. you got the roots, you got the branches and you got the you leaves. Got the leaves, bitch. And mama, you got to be able to identify that. And the best way I know how to do that is to, to be aware of yourself and know that you orbit on a higher frequency and that you're going to attract someone with your energy. And that is just like hitting on all cylinders that you are. Mm-hmm. And you leave a situation feeling better. Like if you get in your car from hanging out with your homies and you're like, damn, this, this is fucking weird. Like I feel a little like, then off. it's weird. Yes. <laughs> then trust it's your right. intuition. Yes. If your energy feels disturbed, it's disturbed. And but like, sometimes we don't want to believe these things, which is completely human nature and normal, especially with people that you're close to or that you would call a friend. It's like, and make those people earn stuff, that. Though. You can really get real stuck. I think, okay. Since we're on the topic of friendship and relationship, yes. When I say get real stuck, I feel like relationship is a whole different level. Oh, relationship, mama, a toxic relationship will. I just want to like experiences. You have anything you want to share with class? I just first want to air hug anybody dealing with these hard ass situations because I know that this stuff is not easy and this advice or like experiences. We ain't qualified mm-hmm. to give no advice, but we just talking our shit. I know we should have done a disclaimer. Yeah. We're going to tell y'all how we feel the situation is, but we are not licensed professionals. <laughs> <Hell> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> I could do your hair, but I can't give you no fucking uh, like that. And I can fill you up know? your medications and that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> shit. But uh, like toxic relationships, <sighs> we've all had one, you know what I'm saying? But um, I, I, there's moments where I was the toxic person and In I can identify that. Yep. And that, to me, I feel like a different human from those experiences. Mm-hmm. But looking back, it's I wasn't right with myself. You know what I'm saying? Like that person was good. They 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 didn't deserve the treatment that I was mm-hmm. giving them. And that's one of the things where I was glad that it was like I was able to right those wrongs and realize that I was just not happy in my personal life. Like me as a person. I was struggling and I didn't know how to process those feelings. I didn't know how to articulate everything that was going on. So I Mm -hmm. kept it all inside and that came out in the people that were closest to me, which was this relationship. And I was, there's things that come to my mind and I was fucking terrible. Like I was a demon for no good reason, but it's just, I didn't know how to handle that stuff in relationships and I cringe. Oh, I mean, really, honestly, in the relationship I am now, I don't know how the fuck Ron is still with me because when we first got together, I was not in bright spaces. But you know, that's where it's like sometimes you can find a person and you can grow together, one that understands you and is and sees what you're doing, and y'all grow together, and that is a beautiful thing. It sure is, and I got. One more thing too, girl. Yeah, go ahead. Don't let toxic people turn you toxic because that shit happened to me for sure. You know, and that's where it is. It's like your energy. I definitely believe that it like you pick up on the people and the places that you were around. And Mm -hmm. if you're in that, it's going to happen to you at some point or another. You will just in natural response become toxic because you're Mm -hmm. dealing with somebody that is just so draining emotionally, spiritually, like, and that's just on like a situational level that's not including people that are dealing with like domestic violence or verbal abuse or any of that I thankfully like I've never dealt with that personally because I'm a bust a motherfucker's head like straight mm-hmm. up if that ever like we fight and I'm gonna hit you with Ronda mm-hmm. the Honda that's it I'm that's checking out a whole out different situation to a be whole in, different. for sure because I mean I, I was in a situation like that and I think every everyone's situation is different 
Yeah, that's a whole different fucking ball that's, game, and oh. it's it's so strange. It's so strange how someone can uh, take in full control over you. And I'm gonna let everybody know right now: you are never alone enough where you no. feel like that's the only person that's there for you because they're obviously not, and they made you feel that way. Get the fuck out. That is the mindset and like the control and the manipulation of the abuser in that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a slow process. Nobody just comes out of the gate unless they're a fucking psychopath, domestic violence and people and being terrible. Like that's a slow erosion in a situation that's not healthy and you see it. And then it turns into that. And absolutely no one deserves to be talked to terribly or have hands put on them in any capacity mm-hmm. and people that are dealing with that. I hope they're able to find resources or help to leave your situation. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Call us, Cause we'll be like fucking Mama, we pull up, bitch. I keep yes. a crowbar in the car for these reasons. And I'm I ain't never you. been in a fight. So, you know, that first one, I'm a swing, baby, you I'm know, swing. I will pull the fuck up. All I'm going to apply that energy. I should have used on that person. Yes. To your situation. I'm going to give a prime example now of, of, of something that happened that I feel like is pretty crazy. What? This is how crazy this person was. So I was in this relationship with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think I even told you about this where. Would you classify this, this as a toxic situation or a toxic relationship? Very toxic. Okay. Very toxic. What? He did everything in his power to make me jealous. Mm-hmm. And so he worked at a restaurant and I remember he made me want to be paranoid. So I remember I like, he, he put this note in his pocket and I went to find it and it was someone's number with their name on it. And I was Did like, he write oh, the note? Oh, girl, I went into his car. This was weeks after like him convincing me that he's in like this other relationship pretty much. Or like, he's talking to this dude at work. Um, he keeps coming in to see him, all this stuff. Bro, I get in his car and in the back, it was like five different notes of him trying to handwrite this letter. It wasn't is, even like anybody. That's like, that's a whole different level of trying to fuck someone up just to like fuck them up. This is mentally this mess is not, with someone. That's this manipulation. Just, this is a sick game. Yeah. That's not even like just trying to be toxic. That's like a crazy. That, that's that crazy. is beyond. That is absolutely banana. Someone. And then that's a relationship, a partnership. Like this is supposed to be the person your sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is supposed to be your comfort. And for someone in any capacity to behave like that, it's get away, run, to me, I was run, like, run, run. To me, it, what was mind boggling is I'm like, you just wanted to see me respond sitting there freaking out. That's yeah. all you wanted. And to me, that's so weird. You know, and that's what's crazy. That's a red flag in a human where they don't have empathy or sympathy for another person. And they like, what are you thinking? You know I think what that I'm was saying? My light bulb for sure. Yeah. And that's, that's one of those moments in that it's like when that light bulb dings and you see that shit, that's not even the hard part. The hard part mm-hmm. is detaching yourself from someone that says they love you and it's giving you kindness, but with that same mm-hmm. hand that they're giving you the good stuff, they're smacking you across the face with this bullshit. And that is toxic, ass shit, girl. but it will crazy. twist your brain up and you can't decipher it. And it's so hard. They say the average is seven times before someone can leave like a situation that is domestically not pleasant. I found a very interesting statistic earlier and it had to do with like It was the average. And this isn't me saying anything, but after I read it, it made a lot of sense. And it said, according to the survey data, the majority of which came from women, 80% of people have had a toxic friend that was female. 
Mm-hmm. And then 48% uh, were men, 87% were women, while 22% have had a toxic male friendship. And this goes to me thinking that this is probably why I always hear girls say they really are mainly friends with guys mm-hmm. and they are girls. But I'm not trying to like classify a certain gender. But no. I do understand where that 80% come from. Yeah, that's Very definitely. Catty. I, I would agree with that. Um, you know, and I think that's what I meant earlier when I said that somebody that like shares in your success, it's they're happy to see you happy. And I think sometimes women can be very jealous of other women in any capacity, um, friendship, like if they're ahead professionally, like whatever's going on, you, you've seen it. And I think a lot of people will smack on a fake smile and they'll be your fake friend. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm so glad she was so strange. I fucking so hate weird it. I it's can't weird. Stay. Bitch, don't tell me you love me if you don't. Like, I, I can't fake in a friendship. I you hate can't fake in a friendship, and I, that's that's why you end up in these situations where people leave these things and they feel like their energy is weird. Is because it's not authentic. It's not genuine. I want to know how much I can say without getting weird. I'm down to but get I remember weird. a certain situation that you were involved with. Ooh, which one? With a friend that I made when I moved to Fayetteville. And that was some weird shit, like how mad they got because, okay, I had a certain friend in Fayetteville that we were hanging out with like all the fucking time. We had just like talked about kind of hanging out or something like within the week or something like that. And then you surprised me from Stuttgart. Like you came all the way up from Stuttgart. Yes. Do you remember? Yes. And then she, I got this long message about how I'm like the shittiest person on earth and stuff like that. And then to me, I was like, that was my light bulb. I was like, um, this I never made plans and that's very strange for me. I don't, I don't like to, uh-uh. I don't like this energy. I don't like to fuck with this. No, I'm not going to mention names, but to me, it kind of put a damper on the entire friendship, the entire time, the entire years I was there. It changed the entire thing. It changed the trajectory of it. And that's because like people will show you who they are. You just got to have your your eyes open and your blinders up and like, take it for what it is. Don't give people the opportunity to keep fucking you over. Like if Mm -hmm. you see bullshit, exactly mama. No, like adjust your wig, crack your nails, and head on on to what you was gonna be doing, and leave. You gonna meet way better people, girl. Yes. Way better people. And it's like by not using your energy to hold on to a friendship that you shouldn't have or a relationship, it sucks in the moment. It feels like shit. You feel like you're lonely. You don't have any homies, or if it's your relationship, mm-hmm. heartbreak is a bitch. But. Use that opportunity and put all that energy was going to on the people and yourself into yourself and you'll develop into a beautiful butterfly. Get a Uh, hobby, keep yourself busy, but do not entertain these people or these situations or these places any longer. Like mm -mm. work, friends, family, yo boo. If they on that bullshit, cut them loose. Mm Mm-hmm. And always really, really, like you just, like you said before, just kind of also get to know the, get to know them, feel the energy, because a lot of the shit you hear sometimes too about people that say about other people is not true. I found some fabulous friendships from people that people have said mad shit about, and they turn out to be phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. I don't even listen to the shit talk. Like, I hate that just back and forth BS. And I, the way I enter into a situation is, uh, I'm going to let you show me who you are, Mm -hmm. whatever else is out there, whatever. Like if now, if everybody calls you crazy and crazy is crazy, I'll, I'll give you the opportunity. And I've been in those situations where 
I have been warned ample times by personal experiences with other people, say this one individual, and I go in and I judge my own thing. I have my own experiences with them. And it ended up terribly. That's that's mm-hmm. the motherfucker I rolled up on. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, it ended up foul. And I should have listened to other people before. But that's not always the case. Some people just don't vibe, you know? Yeah. And just do your thing. The moment that you're doing your own thing and the moment that you're getting into what you like to get, the people that are going to really need to be in your life will attract to that energy that you're, that you're putting giving on. out at that time. At that time when you're like at your best and the people that don't just fuck those people, you know, they're not your people and that's absolutely okay. Cause not everybody has to be in your world like that. Exactly. Like Medea said, and I think that comes with just living a little bit of life. You know, if you're mm-hmm. in your early twenties and you're just, you're kind of focused so much on your friendships most of the time. And it's just a different kind of feeling like your friends feel like your family almost. So that realization that they're just not being what you need that's okay it's like maybe that's all those people can give and they're just not your people anymore and it's like move on and put yourself in situations mingle you already know you're fucking fabulous it's like you will make new homies most the definitely girls in the club by yourself well not by yourself because that could be scary but true go out with someone that you trust and ditch them and meet better friends. I'm just kidding. Ooh, <laughs> cut them hoes loose. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you but know, for real. Um, and our, see, and this is the other thing, like depending on the toxic, the type of toxic you're dealing with, let's say a friendship, if that is your real friend, and instead of just being like, all right, I've seen it. I don't like it. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Sit down with them, adult to adult and have a civil conversation. Be like, look, the you did xyz i don't like this behavior it made me feel this way this is how i want to move forward and have a solution like mm-hmm. don't leave an open ended thing but let them know the bullshit they did it's pissed you off it's offended you i don't whatever. do that like keeping it under the rug no not not communicating type thing that passive aggressive very, bullshit i can't do that shit i cannot do that shit i'm i'm i need to talk about it then yeah and if that makes you feel awkward then you need to tell me and what, you know what I mean? Like we need yeah. to talk because See, if this shit happened, I'm not just going to sleep it under the rug and we're like, well, it happened. We're just going to forget it. No, more. no, I need to, we need to, this needs to be talked about and I'm not going to, we're going to start acting weird towards each other. We're not no. going to start, you know, that's, that's, what's the fucking point? Exactly. <laughs> you ain't going to have to guess why I'm pissed off. I'll let you know. And, um, that, and you walking around and shit ain't going to do nothing for me. Hell girl. no. They just gonna look at you like what the fuck? You sit around um, crying and moping like, and because you upset with me, tell me exactly. It's gonna make that shit go away. Why are we sitting here dwelling in it? It's so weird. You got it, and that's where you got to be like solution oriented in this stuff. There's some friendships that they just want to sit down, and it's like that. I don't know, just like that constant, like a hamster wheel of just shit. And it's like, no, what, what is the point? Exactly what you said. Like, what are we doing here? If we're both, if there's always a problem and it just feels forced, let's, let's cut our ties. You know what I'm saying? Like you a cool human, yeah. go be cool with your people. I'm gonna go be cool with my people. But if you come at them and sit down adult to adult like that, and you're emotionally intact with your conversation, I don't think you can come at anybody crazy and expect mm-hmm. the hand like them to respond to you calmly. 
Mm-hmm. But if you come calm, cool, collected, like I've thought about this and here's how I feel. This is what's bothering me. Yes. Someone rational with a functioning brain and empathy, they, they can see what you're saying. And then going mm-hmm. forward, if there's no changed behavior, that person does not respect you. Like you've drawn a line, they're crossing it, hold yeah. your boundary. And any regard, professionally, relationships, friendship, across the board. And this is such a huge topic that there's so much shit that goes into this. What makes people toxic? What makes people end up with toxic people? What I mean, girl. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you start toxic sometimes. There's definitely those individuals that are just like narcissists or any kind of thing where you're just like "Mm, something's off but you can they're usually the easy ones to spot because that's their regular disposition it's those ones that it kind of develops and it's like sometimes that could be the situation that that person is in yeah (laughs) you yeah it's kind of like a learned behavior nature versus nurture where sometimes it Mm -hmm. really is your environment like you could be the best looking flower but you're planted in a garden of bullshit you know what i'm saying and everything around you is hindering you blooming. And that can make someone toxic. That's what happened to me in relationship. You know, I was dealing with a lot of other shit. And then it, like that person didn't deserve that. They weren't toxic to me. I was treated well. I was treated with respect, but I couldn't give that back because my cup was empty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, bitch. Absolutely. I'm not the best at advice with these types of situations. So I just kind of stick to like the three basics, which are, Sum it up. Fuck that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Word. Like the long way around a short story is if ain't nobody treating you right, girl, they got to go, mama. They got to go. That's that's honestly, that's my approach to everything. And it's kind of became like, I've just kind of simplified it. I'm like, what should I do in this situation? Fuck them, bitch. Fuck that. Girl, bye. Don't, and don't do this little catty shit. Don't like, don't go hang out with friends that they used to be friends with and post that shit on Instagram. Bitch. I don't have the fucking time, energy. Exactly. I it's will not, not fucking happening. That's where it's like, I wouldn't even block anybody on social media. It's like, I'm not going to cut you out of my world like that. I just simply will not fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking no shit. I hope you're mm-hmm. doing the same, but you just, you got to go. Like You're just dusty. You're just Your dusty. Your hairline's uneven. You look <laughs> dusty. <laughs> And you um, ain't cool no more. You got to go. That's the tea, though. I mean, that really is the tea. I apologize because my no my advice was not slapping, but okay. I'm just saying. I mean, that's it's just okay. how it is. It's that's okay. What you, you will eventually learn, everybody, including myself, that it ain't worth it, bitch. No, your <laughs> your time is so precious, and it I, is so precious, bitch. I'm almost thirty. And that's where literally like I didn't learn this shit till I was probably in my late twenties Mm y'all. So don't feel bad. Like don't, cause some of this shit is really just growing pains, but do you're teaching people how to treat you. Just keep that in the mind at all times. You do not have to settle for any form of disrespect, anything Mm -hmm. that makes you feel less than that is not for you. If you're doing the best that you can and you're being like your absolute most authentic self and you're approaching it the most authentic way and it doesn't go that way, step away. Yes, it is not meant for you. It is not meant for you. And I think you can still have respect for people. Yeah, 
depending on how you leave a situation, depending. And that's where, that's why I say like, I would always give someone the chance for conversation most of the time, even if I'm like in that moment, that's what I mean. Like you can leave people better than what you found them. And you may not feel that way emotionally, but sit down, have that conversation, let them know. And then Mm -hmm. if someone still can't respond, then you've done everything you know to do. And that's peace of mind on your part. Cause I know Mm -hmm. some people will toss that shit around in their head and they're like, man, you know, why did they do this? Or they try to figure out the why to the what, and Mm -hmm. you just ain't going to have the answers from some people and that's okay. But don't waste any more of your mental space worrying about people that are not contributing to you in any way miss the friendship mourn what it was if it was someone close and then close that chapter and shake them leaves off and like Medea said that new book girl mama because we moving on to better looking boys or girls if it is a relationship if it is Him, a friendship she or they exactly either anybody just and be oh 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 be cautious coming out of toxic situations and jumping immediately into another because sometimes our heads are not ready and you want love or affection or attention so bad you will take it from anybody and do not be that person. We've all we been all there. have been that person, Mama. We but have been past we have... advice. Know your worth, and do not fuck with somebody that is not leveled up to where you are at or where you are going. And if you're on your fourth relationship this year already, that's all right. Go look in the mirror and reflect on yourself. Think <laughs> about it. Take a break. And it's not just them. Come. It's you. No, it is kidding. you. There might be some things. It's like the people that are that. <sighs> see see i got some we gonna get up in it (laughs) hell no and i know people like that where they cannot be alone so they will literally end a relationship or a situationship jump straight into another boom 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 back been there bitch did not like it i didn't like it one bit no i jumped from one toxic to another that's exactly what it is and it's just because you 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 didn't take the time to heal yourself and when you do that, it's when those things will orbit in your world. And not only will you see it, you'll be able to recognize it and know how to get it and better yet, how to keep it. Whether that is a job, a relationship, anything you will, if you can't love yourself, yeah, how are you going to love somebody else? That's it. And so many people do it. Broken people cannot fix broken fucking people. And it's like, come to someone whole. And sometimes like there's situations where you're not your whole self. We're always evolving. We're always growing. And you end up in a situation where you're the toxic one. Let's, it's like normal that. to outgrow people too. Yes. You, know you either grow together or you grow apart. But that's it's where okay. it's like. It's okay. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's fine to outgrow people. A hundred percent. But you got to be able to recognize when, when it's time to like cut those ties. And a lot of people will drag some shit out too long. And it's like, you'll see toxic shit. You'll be in it. But for some reason, women especially, it'll be like, oh, I can fix this. If I just hold on, you know, whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. We are not fixing grown-ass men or grown-ass women. It's you're here or you're over there. There is no middle. And sometimes when you find someone great, you can 
work together and it just naturally, they build you up, you grow together. Yeah. And don't jump also to like people, you know, automatically being like, well, they're done with them. I like completely because people will surprise you. You could probably run into this person again, five years from now, completely change. And that's oh. when you should, that's the time y'all were supposed to be and be yes. like that, you know, yes. that's, that's another thing. Like, cause I can, I can be real harsh and just cut bitches off. But then I've also got to realize too, like this probably ain't the right time. You know, this would be the right time. I've had those same situations with family and friends and uh, past relationships, actually, like where there's been some family dynamics that have been pretty strained at some points. And I mean, years have gone by where there was little to no communication and, you know, things ebb and flow. You grow as a human. People are able to reflect and like digest those situations and then assess it and they know the boundary though. It's like, if someone can't respect your presence, make them Mm -hmm. appreciate your absence and then they'll realize on their own. And sometimes that same goes for yourself where it's like, you're able to come back around. You've grown as an individual and you can approach these people and be like, Hey, I'm very sorry for how I was, how I affected you. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. And if those people don't accept it, that's okay too. They don't accept it, girl. But that's, that's, what, that's all that's what it comes down to. You can try your best too, or you can sit there. I mean, and you could have done the worst. And if you, you know, you try to rekindle that and they don't want it. But that's more for yourself. Like those instances where I did that and was reaching out to apologize oh, like people to somebody. That you've been toxic to. Yeah. Me too. They didn't I had know to do that forgiveness for myself for sure. They, they didn't know that I was even coming with an apology. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's because a lot of people don't do that. Like they'll fuck you over and then be like, so. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes a very big person to come at you and say, this is where I was wrong. I Mm -hmm. am so sorry. But a lot of people will not give you that. They won't. And that's right before I moved to Fayetteville, I visited a few people Mm -hmm. because I wanted to right some wrongs for myself and for them. But I kept in my mind, I was like, I go over there and that shit's unaccepted. I have to accept that. And I can't sit there and get mad at them because I did this. I'm trying my best. I felt better after, but I also felt like it wasn't just for, it, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. like, Ooh, I wanted to do this to just. It clears your head space too. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, that is a moment for you to have peace of mind and to like move forward knowing that. And mean it. Don't go. Yeah. Don't mean it. No, don't say shit. You don't mean in those instances. And some situations deserve your silence. There are things that are beyond a conversation, whatever that is, that threshold is going to be different situationally recognize that and you'll know it's like if someone has hurt you to the point where you couldn't even imagine that Mm -hmm. conversation take the time and if it comes later in life cool but like take care of yourself in these moments and cut them loose and do this shit now girl it's the beginning of 2022 yes ski through this year with happiness and cheer did i sound like yes i liked it though that was a little uh, catchy, a little jingle. A little, a little Maya Angelou. A little jingle. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, like, that would be ideal is if we just didn't have to interact with shitty people, but it's inevitable. It's coming. You'll, you'll it's run across them. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I, my advice would just be to, like, make sure that you are so in tune with yourself that you're vibrating on a higher level and you're just attracting good energy and you're you're so aware that you can't even, you, you just won't even want to like speak with these people. You'll be cool. You'll be casual, but you'll know mm-hmm. that like, it's no more than that. Don't be mean, mm-hmm. 
but don't let them sweat you or and definitely mm-hmm. don't let don't them let stress them see you sweat bro bitch because botox is expensive it's and expensive. these motherfuckers ain't worth the wrinkles girl don't let them stress your pretty self out not or worth boy whoever the wrinkles Winkles, not worth the winkles. Who the fuck not am worth I? The winkles. Not worth the winkles. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Go get you some new friends. Go get you some new life. Go get you uh. Do some shit you ain't done before. Yeah, girl. Go to Red Lobster. Get you some wings. Oh my god. I guess For Red Lobster, Red bitch. Lobster. <laughs> Stop it. That is like Taco Bell doing those chupacabra shoulders that they got going on. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I saw someone post that and I literally died out laughing. Uh-uh. They said chupacabra ankles. And it really probably is. Like really fucking is. I can I ain't even seen the picture, but I've just I've heard they fire, but I, I just saw the meme that. and I can't fuck with that now. Ooh, what? That's toxic. Speaking That's of toxic, bad. now you um, got my mind on red lobster, spinach, artichoke dip. That is such a fucking snack. That is a snack. Yum. What are some other red flags that be coming to your mind for friendship or relationship? That might even, for both, maybe that's not even like something that people are like. You're, they're like, "What? That's a red flag to you?" Yeah. You're like, I can't fuck with that. Like people that wear boxer briefs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> are boxer briefs a no go? Wait, no, wait, no, boxers. Boxers? So boxers are a no-go? You prefer just I don't a think so. Brief? Maybe. Maybe uh, I don't know the difference. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. A boxer is kind of the loose one. How do you not know? I don't trust people that eat fucking Taco Bell breakfast. That's Ooh, a red flag. That, that is a major red flag. I don't trust people that if you mean to animals, your spirit's off. You you disturb. <laughs> There's a demon up in your ass. You are and Jeffrey I Dahmer. I can't fix uh, you. So I can't even entertain that. That's a major red flag people. for me. Red flag is putting water in your cereal instead of milk. People do Bitch, it, girl. Who do it? I don't know their names, but I've is, seen it. Now, if that's your last option, I would just say eat the cereal dry. I ain't never in my life heard of no water in no cereal. <laughs> it it put goosebumps on my body. I had to take <laughs> yeah. a second. What the fuck? There's is a that? lot of red flags that I think of a lot of the times, and I'm like, I could be just being picky, bitch. See, but I like I need to be more picky. That if, if you I go the speed been... limit, that's a red fucking oh, flag for me, bitch. <laughs> Girl, I was hoping it would come up because I know we already touched on it. But when I fucking tell you. I can't handle it. A left lane cruiser that goes exactly on the motherfucking money. If it's 45 and they go in 45, even though they ain't mm-hmm. breaking the law, I'm ready to fight. Like mm-hmm. that shit heats me up. It fucking heats me up. I'm, I'm not meanest when I'm driving, but yeah, the, the speed limit's a red flag. I'm, yeah. How many red flags does it take you until you're like ding, 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 ding. Um, usually if I see you and my first interaction with you, if it ain't on tune, that's it. I won't even entertain it anymore. And I would say, like, literally, I have no friends. I mean, I could count it on one hand. You (laughs) and your man and, like, a few (laughs) others. Literally. that's Literally. It's you and then all the other people from 50,000 jobs I've had. Exactly. Like, there's very few. I would say I got to fuck with you to really, really fuck with you. And If there's a picture of you in my house, then I fuck with you. Exactly. Exactly. Like, the homies know who the homies are. They do. And, um... So as far as like acquaintances and social interactions, a red flag to me would be someone that is mean to a waiter or anybody like in service. I cringe and I want to slap the taste buds off your tongue. Like, why are you speaking to these people like this? Why are you fucking with someone that's fucking with your food? 
Girl, and helping all, you, literally helping you. Doing the Don't best be a they dick. can. Doing yeah. the best they can. That's <sighs> a, that's that's that goes past the red flag. So I've got like different a diagram, bitch. I can take a couple of them small red flags, like the Taco Bell breakfast. That's yeah. okay. But you, the waiter goes to the. That's top. an atomic bomb. And like, if you don't tip, oh, even worse. Oh my god. That's small dick energy. And I'm that is the worst kind of energy. That's like stanky booty energy. Small that's dick stank and stanky booty coochie energy, bitch. It's not for me. It it's ain't not for cute. me. If you if you send your well, if you, I don't know, but if you yelling at a waitress or you yelling at somebody at the convenience store or someone that's rude. like, it's like these people, and I'm gonna say something real controversial right now on this day. Speak it. It's like these people that um are so pissed off that they have to go to the fucking self-checkout. But they that's complain. a world of convenience. People complain about stupid but shit. But they complain the it. whole time, like, shit, I could have done this better. And then when they give them the opportunity, they yep. choose to go somewhere else because they want someone else to do the shit. And I don't give a fuck how old you are. <laughs> I see. I see it. If it's like a super elderly person and they need a little bit of help, I get it. But Walmart pickup, mama. Yeah, they all. They don't know how to work the phone. Shit, I'm young and I can barely do a Walmart pickup. Fuck you, man. That could just be some anger because that's what <laughs> some shit I hear about for real. And it, it just eats me. Because that's frustration because you see that shit dealing in the public, especially with where you work. I'm like, it's because, not that fucking big a deal. No, it's but people make big. things a huge deal. And that's another thing. People blowing shit out of proportion. Red flag. It's like you having a bad day. I understand it, but you ain't got to take that shit out on everybody else. And better mm-hmm. yet, check yourself. And was it really a bad day, mama? Or was it just a bad five minutes that you've turned into a bad fucking day? Right. And if you want, if you have the bad day, check yourself and really figure out how, how to manage those bad days. Cause you taking it out on everybody. Yeah. You're doing shit for you. Not people that barely know anyone. you too. It's automatically be like, uh, uh-uh. mama, you just coming across like I've a done it. I've come to work in a pissy fucking mood, and I've had to real learn real quick. They didn't do shit to me, and this shit does not involve my job. So yeah. I got to take this shit back to my car, spit it out in my car, close the door, and then go to work. I can't, I, I can't fuck with. Don't bring your shit to work. Do not That's, bring your shit to work. Don't bring your shit to my house. No. Nope. Don't bring your shit. Unless we're real good friends, bring yep. the, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you, but. No, that's exactly it. And it's, you got to learn how to compartmentalize that and how to handle those feelings. And the people that I feel like have poor emotional um, responses, that's usually a red flag. Like if someone mm-hmm. blows the fuck up or they are like just pissy whatever for no reason or for like a blown out of proportion reason that mm-hmm. that's a that's an indicator like this that's person a, that's someone needs to sit down and talk to them respectfully yeah. and say hey what's that going on yo you coming across real fucking weird the vibe is fucking up this whole workspace mm-hmm. leave that bullshit at the door and some people cannot do that that is definitely a learned skill it definitely is i i get real deep into and this is a, not a very popular way to handle things but i like some tough love shit and i want to give that to other people you know i read a meme or i read something like twitter and it said ain't nobody hate your ex more than your best friend and that's the fucking truth mm-hmm. and you know that's where we kind of touched on this a couple episodes ago where when i said that i've lost friendships because i've been that person like i am direct Um, Mm -hmm. we will, I will let you know, like you are fucking yourself up. This is what you're doing to me, whatever. I, we gonna have the conversation. That's why I I don't even, 
recognize that passive aggressiveness sometimes because I don't put that out, but I absolutely mm-hmm. will not even entertain that. So it's like, you just got to know. And like, I'll always say, talk to your people, talk to your friends. If you know, you know. And exactly. If they're your real friend, they can hear that. Even if they don't want Mm -hmm. to hear it, they need to hear it and they'll think about it. And then if they have a poor emotional response to you, then maybe this is an indicator that, hey, let's reassess some stuff and let me step back. You know what I'm saying? Because we'll revisit this. Yeah. Still weird. Mm -hmm. At a later date. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to reschedule this for Wednesday yeah. and I'm going to check on us and it's um, still weird. Going to need Both you to adjust number. your attitude. See, I was in a weird situation one time. So this was with some homies and a, and a partner. Like we were in a relationship situation. This was more their friends than mine. Um, so it was already kind of a different dynamic, but whatever. And some shit went down that I did not like. It made me very, very uncomfortable. I did not have the means to leave the situation at that time. So mm-hmm. when this went down, it kind of shut me down because I didn't know how to respond in a way that was not over the top or angry or disrespectful. I got mm-hmm. so quiet and it literally took me like a couple hours to say, to figure out how I was going to say this. I drew my boundary. I was like, that was super uncool. I'm not cool with these things. If you are, that's absolutely fine. No judgment, but I'm moving forward. If this is how you choose to behave with these people, then I'm fucking out like Mm -hmm. straight up. And you hold that line and a person that respects you, friend, partner, whatever, they'll know that you mean business. If you say what you mean and you mean what you say, and that's it. Like, this is the conversation. There's not another one. This is where I stand and that's it. They either going to get with it or they going to get out. Mm -hmm. And either way, it's a win for you, mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that happens when you are living your truth, you know? Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. I was gonna ask you about that before. <laughs> hey, Beach. Hey, Hollywood in the camera. Hollywood. She had my lap. She's so cute. I've been watching Cooper roam around in your background. Where'd he go? Well, he probably jumped down. Yeah. So, what y'all having for dinner? I'm cooking a fucking roast that has my house smelling <sighs> like that so foil. So good. We have not had an appetite, so we haven't hot dogs. <laughs> Ooh, now you got my mind on not hot dogs, Melville. Um, <laughs> gross um <laughs> people be fucking with the corn dog too you don't like corn dogs i'll eat the the breading to it but i don't like hot dogs I corn dogs are that bitch i like corn dogs hot dogs carnival food she looks so calm and pristine she and my cat is fucking up he grabbed my wig the other day he grabbed your he wig he had me by, <laughs> had me by my wig <laughs> he did ron was watching the whole time he didn't do anything they sometimes don't care. That's where, like, if someone does not like a cat or a dog, that's the only red flag you ever need. They said once I cut his nuts off, he'll he chill out. Chill. He they chill. lied. He mad no. at you. He's mad, bitch. He said, I need him, Michael, on his. Yeah, <laughs> and they were abnormally large, so you know he was flopping. What does so that like, mean? What that mean if you got enlarged balls? Is that more testosterone, more hormones, or is it I just like an aesthetic? I think so. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> he got extra big balls is that aesthetic or prosthetic Ooh. um oh so okay i think it's just jeans but mm. um i don't know i can I, what's I, normal I, size cat balls oh cat balls i don't know I thought you oh you was talking cat. human balls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no with cats i didn't think you would be able to tell and people have been like i can't tell if it's a boy or a girl with dax we could tell like when he was little okay we could tell when we Ooh. got him we knew it was a man r.i.p to my girl rob zombie but when I got her, I thought she was a boy. So 
that's why her name was Rob Zombie. And then I found out like weeks later, she was a girl. So I ain't no good at this gender shit. I'm like, damn, I thought she was a dude the whole time. And um, it's a cat. So it's like, I don't even know when they get balls. I don't either. Uh, Candace asked us to send her a picture because she could be able to tell. And once we took the picture, we were able to tell. We were like, she a pro. And he was like six weeks old. Same. You can't normally tell. When we had our litter from Tilly that lived with us yeah. over in the hood, and she had 50 kids that we drank in care of. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was y'all shameless. was foster parents yes <laughs> that's exactly what was happening I couldn't tell any of them I couldn't tell if it was a boy or a girl looking I could not tell but this motherfucker so here is fucking big ball energy and it's fucking See, pissing me off that's why I can't fuck with them boys because they do have just wild ass energy but I will always have two little female cats running around one will be black mm-hmm. always probably both so when he's sweet you, he's the sweetest the best the best but that's where the boys are crazy it's like they so energetic. They crazy. Maybe I need that energy to level it out here because we, we're pretty chill now. She's asleep in my lap. I wish I could fold this camera down and let you catch a glimpse, but my well, girl is a. Uh, she was on me when I stayed the night that one time uh, oh. for um, the wedding. Yeah. I was just laying on there. She was just standing on my body. I said, okay, well. I know. They're just like the cutest little love bugs. Love cats. And I love snacks and I love Kush. Those are my three favorite things in this world outside of like the given family, friends, all of that. What are your three favorite things in the world, in the world, like your top three, you can have top five, but what are your top three where you're like, "Mm, this shit is slaps. Definitely snacks now, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) I slid back in that frame. Do you see me? I hit this mic quick. (laughs) You know how fucking hard I laugh when I listen to this one? And I said, holographic food, that's a fucking dot. I need to get on. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. Um, snacks for sure. Uh, fancy cakes are my jam. Dude, what kind of fancy cakes? Are those little, the little white Debbie ones? fancy pink cakes that look like little wedding cakes. I fucks with little Debbie, Big Deborah, all of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Every one of them. Uh, Bitch, I got some hostess the other day. The ding dongs and the Twinkies. I've been mm-hmm. fucking them up. Some ding dongs work, girl. They so good. <laughs> they so good. Ooh, ooh, now we're on the topic, bitch. I see that you've been watching Euphoria. Let's talk about that for a moment. Oh, so the first two episodes, season one, you guys, you guys, the recommendation you gave, ten out of ten, top notch. It's so good. But that shit, I was blind. It gave me so much anxiety. Like my heart was about to slap out my sternum chest. Have you went to the carnival scene yet? Yes. That's um, the moment that I was standing up from our couch with my hands on my head and I was like jaw to the floor. I was so stressed. Uh, I don't want to like spoil too much in case anyone's not watching, but the the way these men are behaving in this show, I hate it. The girls are doing the most too. But how these men talk to these girls and the things that they say and how they tried to manipulate them into doing these certain situations and things. I know I started rewatching it again too and I was like, damn, I forgot how crazy. I, I really think that's what made me anxious because that's where like my natural reaction would to be to like bust their head. Well, I'm gonna hit you with this crowbar. Like I think deep down I got an anger issue because I like they're taking advantage of these people and i they really did an accurate it. job of how this really does happen it's this is it's, regular life it's like they were real very world accurate. it is so true because people were upset like, with it being teens and like certain content but i'm like yeah, they're doing it that's what's that's, happening i mean that's real life i mean like straight up that is happening 
It's real world shit. And be smart enough to not give in to that bullshit. And I hate to see these dudes. And you see it perpetuated perfectly throughout this first, like, I think I'm on episode five. Recognize that bullshit and tell them to F off. Right. What? Do you have a favorite? Yeah. I love Jules and I love Rue. I like their whole vibe. But my favorite is probably this kitty queen dominatrix mom. Yeah. Yes. Because she, she was felt she was made to feel like shit. And that's where it's like when people make you feel less than her friends, like all of that. And when she realizes her power, she's using it. She carries a, the show. That's what's so crazy. Yeah. She I'm was curious already to beautiful. see how it develops. But her confidence, once she gets it more, she's the best bitch on the show. But, you know, and you see that happen, you see that happen with her character, too, where it's like the moment that that clicks in her head and she realizes what's up. You see it. Mm -hmm. And it's like you really see her evolve into this kind of bad bitch, like dominatrix. And speaking of dominatrixes, would you do what? Be a dominatrix for the right amount of money. What's the right amount of money, Mama? Let's get into this. Any at this point. No, I'm just Any. kidding. Um, would it? No, I would. If I had the body. What you mean? My uniqueness, nerve, and talent, bitch. I would probably. I think sex work is it, bitch. Easy money. I don't think it's easy money. No, but, not um, easy money. I mean, I'm not saying. I do know what you mean. Fast money. Fast money. Um, but if you are talented in that aspect. But listen to what you just said. You said, if I had the body, the charisma, mama, she didn't realize those same things, Kat. And then you got all of that. I know, I need to hit a hot topic like she did. Give me a harness. Oh, my God. I loved (laughs) when she hit that little man. So she was kind of kink shaming this dude, but that was his thing. And uh, it was being, like, disrespected and devalued. And she, when she realizes that, she kind of leans into it and plays. And I love how you see their relationship evolve. To where he's getting what he wants out of that, but she's getting it too. And when she said, there's the leather fucking harness in my Amazon cart, buy that. <laughs> and he was like, yes, ma'am. I'm like, I could definitely and be a dominator. shows him touch it. I am shocked by the amount of weenies. His teeny weenie. Teeny His weenie tot. Teeny weenie. So is that a micro penis? Yeah, that definitely is a micro penis. That's, that's, <laughs> have you seen that? It's only micro when it's soft. I don't even know how to respond to this right now. I'd be like, <laughs> whatever you got to say to make yourself feel better, motherfucker. You better know how to use that bitch. Like that's um yeah that uh, <laughs> that's definitely my pro. That that because I, when I was watching it and it popped up on the screen, I was like, you know, did you ever watch the the show Sex Life on Netflix? No, but I saw it the was scene. bananas. The dude, there was a shower scene in there. Everybody knows that's what every, I saw. Yeah. Everybody's seen it. And everybody was bamboozled. Everybody. Every damn body. Well, just wait till you hit episode two, episode one of season two, because me and Ryan were like, I can't wait. But I can't wait. Dad, oh, I'm just surprised that they're showing. He's so creepy. He's, yeah. But my toxicity, I'm like, damn, it's fine. He is fine. He's a good looking man. But at the same time, I'm like, this is a Very crazy creepy. ass dude. He's creepy. Very He's creepy. But I'm like, they're really quiet. showing like erect you know, penises on the show. That's weird to me because I've never seen that before. I'm like, is that really happening right now? And is this happening. porn? Yeah. <laughs> Have we meet, met that line? Have we uh, stepped over this boundary? But no, that show. Representation matters. <laughs> I, you see it, but that's where like moving forward. And I think that's why sex workers and like sex positive things 
have evolved so much because this mm-hmm. literally used to be taboo. You know, for so many yeah. people, this still is taboo. They would never speak about any of this stuff. And I think that it's phenomenal that we're moving forward in these ways. Oh, it's such a normal thing that we've made so unnormal. Unnatural. Like a lot of and so many people feel so much shame about it. And it's like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, it is consensual. And if you're in the fucking weird shit, being weird shit, like everybody's got some sauce, you know? Right, girl. Alien, alien fetish. <laughs> Get into it. You know, I would do it. I would at least try it. I would one. not. Remember you would have do we it were, if, if, if your man or your partner came to you and was like, I want you to wear an alien suit and rub me down with mm, what they got, like alien lube. Is it alien, like slime? Girl. And just <laughs> like set the Chicken scene. Titties. Could you I, do it? Uh, I would Shake laugh so hard in the middle and not mean to. And then I'd feel bad. And then I'd be walking home on the street in that outfit with the lube on me, just crying. You know, the I think the first time that I wanted to be a dominatrix, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, when that girl got ready in the closet and like flew down the dam, what I'm pretty homosexual. Skyscrapers. Yeah, I'm pretty she's gay. so fine. But when it I'm comes pretty- to Angelina Jolie, she can get it. She's the most beautiful fucking person I've ever seen in my life. Ever. And I don't care if she's 80. When she gets 80, bitch is still going to be stunned. Timeless, classic beauty. We and, could put out a movie of her playing Winnie the Pooh. I'm watching it. And she takes a shit on stage. And I'm, 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 by, I'm going to see it three times. <laughs> I don't know about pooping on stage. See, oh, my <laughs> God. That makes me think of that. Oh, the most horrendous thing. I don't even know who showed it to me. Was it the video? Me. The video? The TikTok video? No, the one I was thinking about is two girls, one cup, where one of them like girls, shit in the club. Oh, girl, no, 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 Mr. Hands. Okay, so wait, hold up. Oh, so, stop. Is it about poop? <laughs> Mr. Hands? What that is? I think that's where that horse fucks that dude and it <gasps> anal cavity. <laughs> stop. What? That's the you never seen that? Oh, we'd be like in the football stands at like in, in high school, and they'd be like, "Look at this!" And it'd be that dude getting his ass clapped by that, horse. That ain't okay. That ain't okay. That ain't okay. Is Some that things bestiality is not. I, I I can't speak state to state. Something wrong <laughs> with your ass. Something wrong with you. Something Around here, you. maybe it's legal. Everywhere so, else, um, how how do you come back from that? Like. If, especially if there's video, that's one thing that I don't know, like consent, 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 always circling back to euphoria where there were videos that these men were taking of these women and they did not know that they were being videoed. Uh, mm -hmm. I I cannot handle that. Yes. Literally like that has happened to me in a situation, not like sexually or anything, but someone I've lived with a person, they were a roommate. I was in a place in the bathtub, you know, like in the shower, reasonably like trying to be away from people. I have an, a reasonable amount of privacy and they would like hide and sneak recordings and shit like that. And that is fucking devastating to someone like do not yes, do that the, shit. It's like your whole invasion. Like you feel exposed. I can't even imagine, but to yeah. me, I feel like that's how it's crazy. It's so crazy. <clears throat> and that takes a long time to recover from those things. So I just like, I sympathize for those people. Cause I like, I've, I've experienced that. And that is an uncomfortable ass situation. It's a Nobody gross deserves that. human being. A disgusting slime ball of a human and it's never okay. And we're going back to one girl, one cup. Oh, 
that's like who the fuck is taking videos of that shit that's where i was going with this shit did you get the did you get the the link that people were sending to everybody and i opened it and i still think about it and regret it and i was very concerned at how much ryan watched of it with no emotion is that a red flag no i just think he's very like chill so he probably didn't even know what he was watching are we talking about the horse or the two girls one cut this is a video that was on twitter and it's this family that's like they're shooting like pickled eggs out of their ass what no i am not getting these videos and they're like sitting in each other's mouth kissing in each other's mouths their assholes are gaped it's fucking (gasps) no i'll send it to you Y'all, he done took my breath away. Shit. Um, no, that, I have not seen that. Right, I was watching, that. he was like, ew, ew. I literally <laughs> saw the first clip. I saw the first clip and I screamed. It was so gross. It was oh. on someone that I know they posted on their Facebook. Who and then you click that? the link. And then it's people like, live on the edge. people shooting devil eggs out their booty hole. What? <laughs> that I mean, is I the devil up in your body. Don't I be mean, doing that crazy shit. Don't, wouldn't you die if you ate someone's shit? Wouldn't you die? Isn't that like bacteria? I also have heard from another podcast that, that what they do is they put like snicker bars in their ass. And so that's what comes out because you can't really eat someone's shit. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they, um, Horrible Decisions is what it's called. This is love them. Love it. It's spelled horrible like W-H-O-R-E. It's two people. One was in the tech uh, world. The other was like a tax accountant. And these girls left and started their podcast and they're very sex positive, open with their stories. They bring a lot of like sex workers on their. uh, They're very informative too, because there's a lot of stuff that they said that I was like, I did not. But they do it with a sense of humor. I really like their content, but it is kind of crazy on some of that stuff. And I've learned so much from them, like how many different like fetishes and such there are. Mm -hmm. And they was talking about someone eating salsa out of somebody's booty. And I said, what kind? Probably chilies, but then it's so liquidy. Like, <laughs> that's probably how you get that booty juice. Like, uh-uh. booty juice. Booty no, juice. I cannot. Booty juice. I, I ain't shit out of nobody's involved. ass. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I don't want food involved. That's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. I don't but fuck it's like, with that. How you get some fruit, get something, but you gonna try to eat a Snickers bar off your friends no, these people are inserting it into their anus and then so, shitting it out so it looks like poop because people get off on people shitting on people you remember this, on another teen movie where she's like i want to take a huge dump oh my god there's there's words for that people are into that oh gosh on that horrible decisions too this one person she would like pee in this dude's mouth okay pee isn't as gross to me at all because it's sterile uh, that doesn't that doesn't freak me out the only Shitting time I'm drinking piss is diarrhea, if I'm in a survival salty diarrhea out while you're getting off is not cute to me. And I don't, no. I don't get into it. I don't, I don't condone it. And I, if you out there listening and you do it. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't subscribe, but you go ahead. That's Red flag. <laughs> for us. Yes. That. Us, so yes. if you just talking with your homies and you get on this kind of talk, how do you casually slip that in? Like, so my man, he asked me to shit on him last night and I fucking did it. Like You say it just like that. <laughs> and then you just get up from the table and like leave your mimosa <laughs> and walk away. And they're going to be like, did this bitch just say she shitted on her mans? And before what? you walk away, you, you look back at him again. And give and him a And then you wink. go out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like flip your hair over your shoulder. Not a wink. A wink. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. No. no, I would you- say that just for effect. But if someone said that to me, like they were, we was just girl talking, like couple drinks, whatever. And they was like, yeah, uh, I could never look at their dude the same way. And I could want more detail. I'd have to ask, like, I'm going to ask. I'm like, yo, how does that even work? Like logistically, how did that happen? I need to know someone that's into that. Let me know. Hit me up. Mm -hmm. Not for Mm -hmm. me, but I want to hear your stories. Yes. I really want to do more research. I do too. I, I could probably be more sex positive. I mean, I'm not going to do doo on my body, but because no. um, I don't do that. See, but um, There's just some things that are left private. That's like, would you be farting in front of your partner? Like yeah. in a relationship, you fart in front of him? Yeah, girl, he does too. Oh, see, no, <laughs> no. It's just like, uh, no, like natural body you response. You said I don't fart. No, no, no. I, never it's alien i've never done that before i'm not from here i'm from somewhere else (laughs) i just keep that gas inside and it just keeps me going girl blows me up um Um, no i to me that's not to me that's it's not a major deal when you know when you know you know because you can't just do that and then be like what if you run someone out the room though like oh mama when we (sighs) it's tough i like how you hit that fan you better get a hotel room no just kidding You better light it's a match. It's not like an often thing, but if it happens, it's like no one's like it's freaked just like, out. Oh. But you know those people that just fart on you to fart on you. That ain't no good. Like, That's a red just, flag. Do don't not come ever. over here and blow your ass all over me. No, thank you. Is it weird that I find burping way more gross than farting? Uh, way more gross by a thousand percent. No. When someone burps, it makes me gag. I could see that. I don't like when people smack. If someone does it the other way. Smack. Ooh ooh. Uh uh. Okay. Uh-uh. Red flag. Or when they breathe hard. I don't know. It's not their fault, but I'm like Meryl Streep on uh, Madeline Ashton on <laughs> Death Becomes Her when she's like, "Can you just not breathe?" And he just stops breathing. Else. Like I hold can't. your breath. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I can't have it. I don't need it. This is not for me. I don't like what you're doing. Um, Please. What's some other things? What if, What do you do if you find the love of your life? Perfect. Money cares about you perfect person takes care of your mama everything all the that things. you ever wanted yeah. but then asks you if they can take a shit on you it's how many with. comments is in that bank account because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna rob his ass first and then i'm gonna make some withdrawals well, number one would be my motherfucking self from that situation you gonna ask to degrade me and to poop on me i'm not into it <laughs> No, thank you. Uh-uh. No, Not mom. degrade me. Degrade? You want to degrade on me? Man, yeah. I just shitted on him. Yeah. And he, re- he requests that song to play wise. Uh, no, I'd like that because that's like, <laughs> you're setting the mood. You're setting the scene. I love a good music. Like a soundtrack to be. I mean, the back on. like. Yeah. But it's like, how do you come back from that? That's the thing. It's like the act of someone shitting on you. Okay. That's weird enough for me. But then what do you do? Like they clean the shit off of you or do you just have to like waddle to the shower and <laughs> rinse the shit off your body? Like what the fuck is happening? I yeah, got way like too many questions. Yeah. Too. Cause I you can't shit on the sheets. Some people probably do. I bet they do. Oh Lord. I feel like people that put plastic on their furniture shit on people. <laughs> <laughs> like why are you protecting your couch that hard? But I feel um, like probably if, if if something ever does happen to me in line, which I know it won't, but if it does, I will be one of those people that like the plastic on the fucking furniture. But I won't would? shit on people. I wouldn't, wouldn't shit, shit on, on people, people, though. 
I want to just say this out loud. I would not shit on anyone myself. But no, same question I would be to like you. You know, like when you when you're pee shy, I would be shit shy. I'd be like, you I know, can't do it. That's how like my expressions. You would see it so fast on my face. I would snap my neck. Like, <laughs> run that back. What you just say to me? I feel like so funny right now because would... this. <laughs> <laughs> The fact, the gall, the gumption. That's just humiliating, but some people like to be humiliated. Some people like to be humiliated. That's their thing. They like want that. And then there's rich, white, billionaire men that want like to be shitted on and kick them in the face and then wear a diaper while they not do that. Like it's, but it's the same dudes that it's probably like got the diaper fetishes where it's like they're in a diaper. They want to shit on you or you to shit on them. But those ones where it's like a rich ass dude and he's like step on me in these latex boots or like six inch heels i'd do that you're like that's it fuck no. yeah like you that's want me to easy. crack your back you're like, oh, like shit i was gonna do that anyway. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I, um there what's okay. your hobby stepping on rich men with platform boots. Bitch. I got the boots too. Um, you do have the boots. I got and the, the boots. Fur coat. I got the fur. Bitch, I got the outfit. The uniform you know is ready. Julia Roberts and what's his name from Pretty Woman, but switch the roles. So absolutely, <laughs> I think he would fucking slay in some fishnets, and I look killer in a suit. But um, speaking that would of be this, the funniest costume I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, so Richard Gere. Speaking of this, I heard this on Horrible Decisions. Literally, <gasps> I fucking did too. Um, I did too. I did too. He I did was too. into Continue. a thing called hamstring, mm-hmm. I think, and that is where they release a hamster, a gerbil, or a small rodent up your booty. Up your booty hole. Up your booty. Uh, that's he been very talked about in the gay community too. And I don't know if that's a stereotype or if that's a thing that I made up, but. Um, <laughs> This could be fact of fiction. People putting rodents up their butt. I can't do it. A hamster. A sewer rat, maybe. Those things, it's huge. Um, <laughs> they eating human food, bitch. Shit, that's like a mini Cooper going up your ass. And I mean the car, not your dog. Where the we hell? reached I the part it. in the pod where it's very uh, explicit because I'm about yeah, to get into it. We I can't fuck it. with people that's putting this in there. Up in them. Oh my God, this is, this is what I was going to say. I was uh, behind the chair cutting hair. You hear all kinds of crazy shit. And I love, love, love talking to anybody in the medical professions because they see it all. It is mm-hmm. bananas. And it surprised me how many people will make an emergency room visit because they have stuck stuff up their butt and they can't get it out. Like, it's crazy, some of the Because shit. it's one of those things that you have, to, you have to be educated, especially if you're gay. So I'm going to educate. Go. You yes. probably already know. You probably already know. Once you put something up there, it automatically starts going through your system. That's why a lot of stuff has like that flat end. So it can't keep going, girl. You've got to. That makes me think of Jackass when he puts that toy car up his ass and goes to get an x-ray. What? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that? Is it a Hot Wheels? Yeah, it's a hot wheel. He puts it in a condom and then he go, he goes to the um, ER and the doctor's like, there's a car in your ass. <laughs> you talk about a real shitty day at work, having to extract a Hot Wheels car out of Steve-O's like, ass. I would be like, let's go. See, this, the one that stuck out in my mind, they were like, someone stuck a candle up their butt. And I was like, a candle? There's so many sizes. Like, I got so many questions. Was it like one of those long dinner stick candles? Is it a wide candle? I want to know if it was a candle like this. Like, there's options here. And what you chose. That's like the guy that sat on the glass uh, bar. Have you seen that? The jar? Oh, my God. 
the glass. Oh what's that called? It the, sounds that, terrifying. That you start canning with. You can stuff like, like a that. mason jar. Yeah, he sat on it. Broke. People do the most. People the just most. want. It. I'm like, it's, it's just the simple act. Not enough. Some I mean, people I, know they got to push that limit. So yeah, and, and then that's when people just keep pushing the limit, and then I'm like, what's next? Or like a full helicopter up the ass. <laughs> like with the blade spin just chop me up uh fuck it that's what's crazy too is like with the movement into normalizing way more things and just being open and just like the, the clear conversation mm-hmm. about being able to talk about this stuff we're not kink shaming anybody we nobody just have questions. We no just have shame questions. no shade i got a lot of questions and i want to know i don't want to experience what i want to know i want to know too like what's going to be weird because that's the normal to some people those things but what's their weird? What is their threshold where you normal think the normal sex. shit? Yeah, normal. Yeah. Like, no, I could never. But like y'all are basic, weird, all like that. Like y'all are so da 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 da. That's I probably alien. That. I get it. That is alien. Yeah. They're like, that this is, is so weird. I don't like this. Damn. I think we've touched on some shit today. Literally. Toxic relationships <laughs> and doo-dooing on people. Doo-doo. <laughs> Which a toxic relationship is shit. So it's like it it flowed. It tied in. Like this, that's this how we ended up went here. Together. That's how we ended up. Yeah. Here. And final advice for anyone that's going through any toxic friendships. No, it's a new year. It's a new you. And these motherfuckers ain't doing nothing for you. And just keep doing your thing, girl. Just keep doing your thing. Do anything, boy, girl. Do whatever. Still be keep their friend. Pushing. If you want to deal with it, whatever. Yep. But no, you ain't got to. And right. keep that ball rolling in all areas of your life. It is about growth and elevating. And you can't do that with the stagnant ass situations and people that are holding you back. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. recognize and real recognize real and keep real, moving. Real. Okay. So wow. we're trying to get into this little segment. We'll get into it eventually. Um, we, can roll into we, it. we can roll into it. We'll get it more established. We talked about it last time. Any new jams you've listened to this week? Any I, new bops? Any new? Yes. I, mean, I did add some stuff to the Spotify. Let me see. So I found a new song. It is metal, but it is a band called Rising Insane, Something Inside of Me. Um, very good. If you like metal music, I love that right now. And then the other band that I've been listening to, it is kind of classified as psychedelic rock and roll. It's got a real bluesy vibe, but it's a band called the Blue Stones. Check them out. All mm-hmm. of their shit is great. Um, what about yourself? What have you been jamming? I've been listening to a lot of like 60s rock. Ooh, that's a Some vibe. Pink Floyd, like some Led Zeppelin, which that's a little bit later. We had um, Led I Zeppelin to, and uh, Stones Jefferson on Airplane. Today. I love that song. Uh, White Rabbit. I've just been into the um, that older hippie-ish 60s rock and roll jam i love that classic tunes for sure it's either that or i'm listening to like fucking i am by baby tate (laughs) yeah there's no in between variety mama mine is the same it's either r&b rap or heavy metal and then every now and Mm -hmm. then there's some country thrown in there depends a lot of shit gets old for me now so if i'm listening to the radio i get really fucked with it because i'm like i've heard this shit like three songs ago i couldn't even tell you what is on the radio Girl. I don't even know what like top 100 or top 10 is anymore. Me neither. I just have to like go to a uh, like, playlist on Apple and then I'll just say shuffle and I'll learn new songs and then I'll learn those from those people. And I'll just keep going. I love that. Or when YouTube algorithm knows exactly what you need in your life before you do and they pop up the fire recommended <clears throat> for you ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. I kind of <laughs> love that I saved myself for a lot of music that's buried that's been popular for years and years and ages 
that yeah. I never really got into and I found it all up like Pink Floyd. It's I was listening to that shit on the couch the other night, zoned. It's Just so good. Zoned out. I was like lyrically they're beyond. But um check out on YouTube Pink Floyd Live in Pompeii. It's a full concert. It's like it transcending. It's so good. I feel like I was riding the wave. Cool. Like I was just on my phone. That's you. Like this. Just grooving. Just, I was yeah. like, this is, it, I didn't even have it on speakers or anything. I had it playing on my phone and I was laying on the couch, slumped over. Yeah. I don't know what I was looking at for an hour and it was just playing and it was a pop. So. It is the jam. Um. All right. My roast is in here smelling my whole crib. The roast is roasting. It's roasted. I'm toasted and roasted. So I got to get to these snacks, but you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Every Sunday, new content dropping. It is Tripped Out and Crazy with Chawini and me. And check us out. Give us a listen. Thank you so much to everybody that Absolutely. is contributing and keep, listening. Keep and sending that shit out. And yeah. then also, any stories we want to hear them, it's Tripped Out and Crazy at gmail.com, girl. Send all that shit over to us. Send we'll us keep the you anonymous. Always. We'll keep Anonymity you anonymous. is key. Um, or we'll just tell if you want us to. If you want us to, if you want to be known, we'll say it, girl. Girl, we don't care either which way, care. but we will definitely like to get into it. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for su- the support and for listening to us. We love you and wish you well. Wish you well and fuck them fake friends. No new friends. No f- new friends. No, no, new. no, 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 no. And the only toxic shit we need going forward is Britney Spears throwbacks, baby. Now that she's free. <laughs> thank you. And you about to be free. Bye bye. Bye. I don't know how many years on this earth I got left. I'm gonna get real weird with it. Meanwhile, block the wind.